Welcome to the Develop Your Dream podcast, where you can begin your journey to achieving your full potential. Hey everyone, welcome to season two of the Develop Your Dream podcast. I am back after an extended hiatus that was pretty much unplanned. We'll get to that a little bit later. If you are a returning listener, you know that Develop Your Dream is a podcast that focuses on self-development from a Latinx and minority perspective. So I am so glad to have you guys back. We've built such an amazing community and I am so thankful that you all have found what I have to say and what our guests have to say valuable. If you're not already following the podcast on Instagram, head over to at develop your dream podcast and drop me a note. Tell me what you're looking forward to hearing this season or maybe what you love the most about last season. Just like last season, I want to keep the connection with you all as I develop content for the remainder of the season. So if you have a topic that you want to hear more about or if you have a guest that you think I should welcome on the podcast, drop me a note. Um, And don't forget, you could always review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And if you love it and are excited that we're back, share it with a friend and let me know what they think. So on to where I have been. So you all probably know if you're returning listeners that I had moved to Salt Lake City, Utah last April, April 2020, right about the same time that I launched the podcast. So the podcast was something that I was really, really excited about doing for a long time, but I had procrastinated about, of course, classic me, but I finally got it launched. We did a whole season and I was so, so proud. At the end of last Last summer, I felt like I was on such a high. I had just launched my influencer coaching business. I kept a lot of clients from Florida and I continued getting referrals. So business was booming. I was growing personally. I was going out on limbs in my business and taking risks that were proving to be successful. I was living it up and I was collecting a crap ton of plants just like every other millennial did during the pandemic. Hey, and some of those are still alive. I think I think about five. Anyway, I moved to Utah with my partner at the time and the pandemic was rough on pretty much every kind of relationship. And I kind of had the rug pulled out from under me in the beginning of August, 2020, when my partner said he was no longer happy with me or the relationship. And I was honestly shocked. I know things weren't going the best because we had just moved across the country. We were in the middle of a once in a century, I guess, pandemic. So life was not normal. So although we were spending a lot of time in the same space, I knew we weren't connecting the same way we did. And I was not there emotionally. I found myself at 10 p.m. in the Target, texting my friend, telling her what was happening. My partner wanted me to leave and move out. And I know nobody here. I, I knew no one in Utah. So understandably, it was a very difficult time for me. So the next day, I went out and found an apartment and threw in my application. And the next couple weeks were just a mix of like, is this actually happening? Should I actually do this? Will I even get approved? But I ended up getting the apartment and moving out. 
And of course, an unplanned move took such a toll, not just financially, but mentally. And then just kind of holding everything else together was really challenging. So the podcast was just one of the things that had to be set aside. I'm thankful that I recognized my limitations and had to hold space for what was going on in my life at the time. And I began the process of rediscovering who I am as a person, because I'm the type of person, or I was the type of person, who would completely devote myself to a relationship and entirely lose myself in exchange for the emotional support and affection that, you know, everybody wants from a romantic partner. So for this first episode, I want to spend some time talking about what rediscovering myself was like, what steps I had to take to become my best self. And that of course involved a lot of recovering from heartbreak and you know, spending time grieving what could have been. I could have very easily run back home to Florida. I have spent my entire adult life there pretty much and I had many places I could go there, but I was determined to make Utah work for me. The four months I had lived here so far were great. I completely fell in love with the mountains and the outdoorsy lifestyle. And I decided I'm going to build a life for myself where I can be completely intentional about the things that I do and do not want to do. One of the things that I have always found helpful is writing out my thoughts and feelings in a journal. So journaling was something that really helped validate what I was feeling and what I was going through. Because when I initially moved, I had a lot of self-doubt if I had made the right decision or not. And my journal came in handy and I could just go back and review previous entries to validate that what I was feeling was real. And I didn't just make it all up in my head. Because when you're grieving, you just... I just feel like I couldn't even trust myself and, and the thoughts that were popping into my head. So journaling really helped me assure myself, like make come to terms with the situation that I was in and with the decision that I had made. Whenever I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed, I feel like there are way too many thoughts in my head or I feel just kind of bottled up. I can just take that pen to paper and just randomly spit out all of my thoughts, um, what I have going on in a lot of times, oftentimes even, I discover things that I didn't know were, you know, part of my, my thought process. So a lot of times things surface for me, the way I phrase something, the way I recall something or describe a feeling. Um, and that awareness of what I have going on really helps me be conscious of how I move forward and move through the world. It also helps me figure out, you know, the things that I want to do and I feel like I should nurture more. So journaling, honestly, one of the best things and I, I encourage all of my friends to journal no matter how regularly. I was really good about journaling back at the peak of the craziness last year. Um, I think I would journal about every two days or something like that. And then now, I mean, I try to do at least twice a week, but you know, still working on that. <laughs> 
a lot of people enjoy journal prompts and things like that, but I honestly just like picking the big topics that are tough that I don't know how I feel about entirely, or I just feel like I need to explore a, a crutch that I have or liberating myself in a certain aspect. So I just start writing about it and it is energy intensive, I'll be honest. Like I wouldn't take a nap after most journaling sessions, but afterwards the relief you feel is entirely worth it. So that was one of the key pillars of my healing after my relationship. In the height of this confusing period, I also found daily affirmations helpful. So this is something we touched on last season, but reworking your inner critic, your, your inner voice. So reminding yourself that you are worthy, that you are strong enough to get through whatever situation you're in, that you are a good, kind person. So sometimes it can be as simple as that. Get down to the basics and remind yourself, this is who I am. This is the voice that will be speaking to me in my head. I'm done with the negative thoughts. So just the repetitiveness of doing this every single day helps reprogram your mindset and that inner voice. So that's something that also came in real clutch during this time. The third thing I did was hop right back into therapy. This go round, I spent the first quarter of 2021 in therapy. I would talk to my therapist at least once a week. I made use of BetterHelp, which is an online therapy program. You can text your therapist at any time and they get back to you within 24 hours. You can also do all kinds of counseling, so video, phone, or even chat. So that was really helpful to me and I could just, you know how sometimes you get stressed when you have a therapy session coming up. It's like, am I gonna remember to say everything I have in mind? And so that's where this was really helpful for me because when I had a thought surface or when I had a certain realization, I could just drop it into the chat box with my therapist and she would get back to me whenever she had the time. I did that and, and that was something else that life journaling helped me come to terms with what I was feeling what I had been going through and the path that I wanted to take forward. The fourth thing I did was make peace with my singleness. This was made possible, sponsored by my journal and my therapist. You know, the cliche they say, you can't really love someone unless you love yourself. So I had to be comfortable and make peace with being a single person. Can I be happy without a partner? I was in long-term relationships for a long time and I can't say I was ever single for very long after college. I can't say I am experienced in what it's like to be single. So I decided to just be happy with the current state that I'm in because in life there's a time and place for everything. And if this, if during this time I'm called to be single, that's for a reason. I decided to be intentional about what my life would look like. I focused on building a community and making friends. I prioritized having fun. Like literally that was my mission. And I think it still kind of is my mission. Having as much fun and living life to the fullest as much as possible. I wanna live a life that I am proud of. 
I want to do the things that have been on my bucket list forever, but I have left, you know, collecting dust because I've been prioritizing relationships and what society told me happiness was supposed to be like. It was a lot of taking the reins and, you know, doing new things and taking risks and being vulnerable. Stepping out to make friends as an adult is not easy. So I tried new things, went places where I wasn't sure like if I would meet someone that I would connect with or someone that I'd identify with, but all of those risks were valid. And now I can say that I have a fantastic circle of connections and friends here in Salt Lake City. And I just can't wait to continue building and continue growing my life here in this city. And unfortunately, every time I meet someone new, they're like, wow, what brought you from Orlando to Utah? I still am saying, hey, I moved here for a relationship that did not work out. Um, if you have a better idea of what I can say there, please shoot me a DM and I will test it out. But I could have easily gone home. And a lot of people sometimes ask me, wow, and you decided to just stay. And it's like, yeah, because... I felt as though if I went home, I would just fall back into those usual habits and routines and friendships that maybe only existed because of proximity. And maybe I was just doing because it was easy or comfortable. So I decided to stay here because I knew everything I did would have to be with intention. I would have to be intentional about who I hung out with, where I went, how I spent my time. And that was what I needed in my life at the time. And after all this time, I can just now, September 2021, say that I'm in a good place with the healing from this chapter of my life and I feel healed and ready to move on. And I... I'm proud of that work that I did because the previous version of me would just, you know, bottle it up and keep on chugging along. And yes, there were a lot of times where I was just freaking lonely and I just wanted nothing more than to be with somebody just like watching TV or like, honestly, like everybody was starving for physical touch, but I had nobody. But now my life is so full that I would do it over again. And I'm being honest about that. So take this account as a reminder that you are worthy of whatever it takes to redefine yourself, rebuild a life that you are proud of. So don't ever forget that. And keep in mind, like take a, take a look at your life right now and your goals and how those two compare. So like, what is it that you need to change? And what is it that you're just on autopilot about and really need to challenge yourself to be more intentional about? I, I know that no matter how difficult that is, and it's difficult, it's really difficult, you will be proud of all the effort you put in and you will be happy. And that's what we're here for, right? We're here to live a full life and share that fullness, that happiness, that joy with everyone that we encounter. So it is always worth it. And just you being a happy individual will be a blessing to other people. So never forget that. So I will end my long-winded explanation uh, about why the podcast went on hiatus and where I have been with that. If you're a listener of this podcast, you are passionate about self-development and you know that it is a constant, constant journey 
when I started this podcast, I thought I had a lot to talk about. And just in the last year alone, I'm like, I have a lot to talk about. So hang in there, keep the faith. I am so proud of how far you've come. And I am thankful that you are part of this community. So keep building that dream life and doing whatever it takes to develop your dream. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.